Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Five minutes after two, it's the Men's Forum because it is a Thursday and we have the Men's Forum on a Thursday here on Life Happens. And it's uh, a conversation that we have predominantly with men, but I think it's it's now, it's good to have more voices that are female voices in this conversation because I think um, we need to be a bit more inclusive. Um, the only point of it, us uh, remaining with the name Men's Forum is that there is that constant um, conversation that men have about not being included deliberately into conversations and so it's our deliberate attempt to say please be a part of this conversation it involves you please be a part of it and maybe in fact we want you to lead this conversation okay linda ande yende is the author of wake up women uh, as well as dear uncle l and today linda wants to talk about the festive season and what the festive season means to many of us sometimes uh, you know it means everything goes um the party begins and while that happens other things go wrong okay linda is with us this afternoon linda thank you so much for making the Thanks, time to talk love. to us hi <laughs> how are you doing are you worried about the festive season no 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 far from it um fortunately i'm not but i do know that a lot happens during the festive season. I mean, um, I found myself, it's almost become a pattern now that at the beginning of each new year, mm. I'm getting calls, I'm getting, see, I've got this, this platform um, from social media in particular where people come to me, um, you know, with their relationship issues and what they're going through, etc. And there's a, there's, a, there's a distinct pattern of people who have disappeared during December what do you mean um, disappear, Linda? Define disappear? As in, are they the kind of people we look for from, you know, at the police station or another kind of disappear? I, I wish it were that simple, but no. Mm-hmm. Just people who disappear off the radar. So mm-hmm. you're in a relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. you kind of used to the pattern. You know what normally happens. You speak, mm-hmm. you know, first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and probably last thing in the evening and sometimes during the course of the day. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden... Um, fo- phone charges disappear and people disappear <laughs> to places where there's, for some reason, there's no electricity, there's, <laughs> there's no generators, there's no solar power, there's nothing. It's just, it's, it's, it's beyond comprehension. And, and, and you know, it's, it's almost just become a, a routine that come the 1st of January or the beginning of, of, of the new year, people are going to be walking back in with sheepish grins and, you know, saying, um, you know, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's, 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 it's a bit of a bizarre thing, um, especially when I see people who do forgive this. So, they, so you they, were they, saying, they go, yeah. you, were, you were saying earlier that it's beyond comprehension, or is it? Is it really beyond comprehension? What, what is behind this kind of behavior? What's behind this pattern? And, and the thing about it is that you point it out because it's not isolated, right? So it's, it's obviously quite uh, a problem. So what's behind this pattern of behavior? I, I think from what I've seen, um, th- there's a word that I've, I always used to hear, and I still hear it a lot, mm-hmm. and it's visa. Mm. Okay. Now, for me, I, I found that bizarre that people need visas in their relationships because what it's basically saying is this person is almost locked in or locked up. Mm. 
you know, most of the time. And then all of a sudden there's, there's, there's this period where you are allowed to be yourself such as it is. And the, the, I think for me what I'm hearing, the key word is this allowed Allowed, that, that, precisely. That you, you've got to get permission from somebody else. You, you've got to get permission from somebody else. But the, uh, the, the, the point is this, though, that once you, the moment you feel that your relationship is a place mm. where you need to uh, get occasionally be given a, a, a break from, and I'm talking, you know, when I say a break, there's, there's nothing wrong with wanting a bit of your me time when you're in a relationship. That's great. But the moment you are needing uh, an opportunity or you, you, you need to kind of be given time out where you can go out and be yourself, it says you're not being yourself in your relationship. So, Linda, why are people not being themselves in the relationships? Why are people presenting themselves as other than themselves? I think generally the biggest problem with that is people kind of once you're in a relationship, feel you need to be, uh, play a certain role. You need to be somebody. And that somebody is often not the real you. Now, I'll tell you this. I've seen this so many times where um, I, I'll be talking to my wife on the phone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've got perhaps a couple of friends that I, that I was sitting around with. Mm-hmm. And when I finish with the call, they go, so who was that? You know, because, and, and when I tell them it's my wife, they go, do you speak like that with your wife? Mm-hmm. Because they speak in serious tones when they speak to their wives. They, their conversation is not playful. It's not, uh, um, you know, that's something that's kind of reserved for us as the boys or other people or whatever. They speak and they talk about serious things, and they talk about, um, I don't know, the kids or whatever it is. I don't know what, it, what, 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 what I consider mm-hmm. serious conversations. Mm-hmm. But they don't allow themselves to be silly in their relationships and to be fun and to be happy and to be whatever else. Now, to me, that's always a sign that people then will end up having to look for this, their happy selves and their true selves outside of their relationships. I'm still not getting what's in it for anybody to be anything but themselves. Why deprive yourself of this joy, right, that you end up seeking somewhere else? Why are people then becoming other than themselves in these relationships, forcing them to seek space to be themselves somewhere else? Why have people got into this habit of presenting other than what they are in their relationships? Surely it's counterproductive. It definitely is. Oh, I, I certainly think it is, and we, we clearly seem to be in agreement there. But for some reason, they don't seem to see it that way. For some reason, there are a lot of people who sit there and say, when I am at home, I am husband and father, and I am this person. Then maybe then, Linda, for the benefit of those who are not husbands and fathers, help mm. us understand how do men see the role of a husband to be how do when in their own circles or in their own minds how do they then see themselves as being a husband to be like or a partner what 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 constitutes being a husband or a good husband or a good partner i think 
Look, obviously, um, I'm, I, I know I'll be, I'll, I'm going to get slammed by people who say, "Well, look, not all men," and sure, sure, you know, sure, sure. I do need to start with that, with with that, with that, with that to say, "Look, it's not all men." Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a lot of men out there who think exactly like I do. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a lot of men out there who are who who make their, their their homes, you know, a fun place, as much fun as it is with their boys. Mm. But similarly, there are people who 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 want to show that they take their role, they their leadership role seriously. Mm. Now, I'm, I'm going to use a, 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 an analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are people who have leadership roles at, at their work. Mm-hmm. He's the boss. Yeah. And as such, will not be playing around or, you know, be joking around because then he, he worries that his authority will be undermined going forward because he's become buddy-buddy with with his with with his staff with mm-hmm, his team, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I, I almost see it as as something like that, where somebody feels I, I need to portray this serious role as the head of the household when I am home. And and I, 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 you know, even growing up, I I used to hear of people who say, um, you know, uh, I, I I I can't talk a certain way with my dad. Mm-hmm. I can't talk, period, with my dad in some cases. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the dad is the guy that sits down and reads the newspaper mm-hmm. uh, uh, and he has his own chair and he has... And, and to a certain extent, that, that's, that's how people have kind of seen fatherhood as they were growing up. They've seen that this is what the head of a household looks and acts like. He sits there, he, he's... he's you know, he, he doesn't speak unless spoken to, or <laughs> vice versa, rather. You don't speak to him. Do you know what I mean? And, and these are certain people's reality. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what they've then carried over into their lives, too. Let's take voice notes uh, on 0614 104 107. Or you can also call 011-714-2006. Hi, Pamela, your guest and the listeners of SFM. Remember, when people get married... Uh, they lose being themselves and they live to please and uh, live a life of somebody and that it's actually not sustainable hence come december people they disappear not because they get lost but they want to be themselves they want to be who they are that's where the challenge is people are not being themselves but they are living to fit in to their partner's standards Thanks, Pamela Kumi and Sanot Park. Well, good afternoon. It's anonymous here in Cape Town. You see, men, men, men can never be men because the society is expecting men to be this kind of uh, behavior. If they behave otherwise, then they are not men enough. For example, you hardly get a man who will not look at a very nice looking woman and compliment that woman but because uh, we are going to be viewed as perverts we can't do it okay so linda this is my theory about what um has been said around men 
um, behave in a certain way because society expects them to behave in a certain sure. way. Sure. You said something quite interesting earlier and said that, you know, a lot of people will tell you that in my home, I could never speak to my father because my father, you know, has this demeanor, speak to him only when he speaks to you kind of thing. They are yeah. a newspaper kind of guy. Sure. When you dig deeper, that person is saying, I actually wish I had a better relationship with my father. Right. True. When you ask children, they would also say the same thing. They long to be playful with their parents. Um, yes, in this instance, we're talking about men. So my sure. question then is, when people say society expects me to be one, two, three, what I'm actually hearing is we men want this from ourselves because I bet you many women actually do not prefer a man that doesn't smile or laugh in the home. And so this idea that people say, society wants me to be, who is this society? It's yeah. you people imposing that on yourselves. True, true. We are society. We are society ultimately. However, I think we, 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 we need to look at this. There's two things that, 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 that I, would, I would look at there. One is um, you sit there and think to yourself, one, what if I fail as a parent because I took a different path? Mm -hmm. What if because I am not this strict and this, um, you know, silent, strong, silent type at home, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden my children run amok and they become... You know, basically, they, they go they, they go on yelp for for heaven's sake. You know, that's 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 a fear for, for every parent. So you sit there and think to yourself, perhaps I should stick to what I know, which is what I saw my dad do. Mm, because but I, I turned I turned out okay. But, yeah, but I believe the fear of of that authority yaka because and, and and it's because it's all you know now. Once again, um, the second point to, to, to that one is this. Uh, there's, this, there's a lovely story that I've always heard of um, twins. Mm -hmm. Twins who, who, who grew up and one does not touch liquor at all mm -hmm. and the other is an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And if you ask either one of them how they turned out the way they are, they will both tell you that it's because their father was an alcoholic. Mm. Same experience, different outcomes. Precisely. So you sit there and say, okay, fine. So some people can look at the way that their father was and say, I don't want to be like that. Mm -hmm. But equally, others will say, this is all I know. Mm. And uh, they will be like their fathers. I'll take a quick break and I'll be back with you, Linda. I do see you, Jimmy, and I'll take more of your voice notes after this. At SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. Afternoon. I really enjoyed this um, guest and this discussion around um, marriage and relationships. I just wanted to comment that when it comes to the issue of people not being themselves in relationships, I think this is very common. It's incredibly common and it comes in my opinion from two places. One being that they feel an, a sense of inadequacy within themselves and as such they don't feel that they are worthy of the relationship in which they find themselves and secondly comes from a fear of being alone and as such they will end up in relationships that they are not necessarily 100% happy in but the fear of being alone keeps them there even if they're not comfortable thank you
Linda, your comments? Linda? Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Makes makes absolute sense. I think he's he's very right. There's there's always that fear. There's always that that fear of being judged. In fact, we judge ourselves harshly to begin with, as human beings, as um, you know, uh, head of the household, such as it is. All of those things. There's there's always that that level of of, of judging ourselves, and we then project that behavior towards our partners. Mm. Jimmy, you calling us from the road? Hi, Jimmy. How are you guys? Good, thanks. How are you? How's it? How's it, Jimmy? All is well. Good, man. Uh, look, people have already uh, left. Uh, actually, they're missing. We're looking for them. We know that they'll come back <laughs> 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 Already? <laughs> already, They are looking for them, but it's fine. We, we are used to that. <laughs> come January, they'll be coming back home. Oh, my look, gosh. On a serious note, though, <laughs> I want to ask you uh, about somebody being themselves mm-hmm. in in a relationship, mm. and then uh, I find that I think there was a, a debate in the in the same uh, platform about a toxic relationship and mm. abusive relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't really think that uh, one can be themselves in a relationship because remember. These are two different personalities, different characters. I think maybe most of relationships they're based on compromising. You see, Jimmy, but this, yes. wh- why are you in it if you have to be somebody other than yourself? Why am I in a relationship? In the one where you if cannot you have, be yourself. Yeah, in one where that needs because, you to be somebody because else. Because I guarantee yeah. you there is room for you to be yourself in another place. In other words, the idea that you cannot be yourself because there's no home for you can't be true. Hello? Are you there, Jimmy? Okay, I think Jimmy's... Jimmy, can you hear us? Oh, I think we've, we're just going to try and see if we can get Jimmy back. I think he's there. We just obviously lost connection there. So maybe expand on that, Linda? Yeah, look, I think uh, you, 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 your question is very, is, very, is very apt. I think there's, it doesn't make sense to be in a place where you have to be somebody else in order to fit in. Because that literally means that you are going to be stuck playing that role for the rest of your life. And this is why you hear people saying they resent going home. They resent being at home. They resent because they have to, they're required to be this person that they're not when well, they let, get there. Let's take it to the extreme, actually. And unfortunately, the reality is they end up, they end up resenting the person they're living with. And you, this is why you find people killing each other because they, they are so resentful that it ends up, you know, in, in, in the kind of stories that we're hearing because of this problem. Jimmy, are you back with us? Hi, Jimmy. Yes, hello. Okay, oh, I think we, we can. I, can, I think we can hear you better now. My question yes. to you, Jimmy, was: Why put yourself through that? Why are you in it if you can't be yourself? Because I think there are places where you can be yourself. In other words, those relationships exist. Those partnerships exist. There are people who are willing to have you as you are. I think maybe it, it defines terms of the type of relationship we are talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes, but if one is looking for a the relationship whereby you'll be in, with a partner, mm-hmm. 
uh, where you are going to raise kids together. I, I'm, that's the relationship that I'm talking about. I'm talking you about that same one as well. It's the same one. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about that exact same. In fact, especially because you're raising children together. Because let's say if I'm, I'm part of my me, me being free mm-hmm. or enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. So when I go out, maybe I go to Loftus, I watch the soccer and I come late at mm-hmm. home. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those are the things that I normally do when I'm singing. But now that I'm in a relationship and there are people that have to learn from me, in this case, they are my kids. Mm-hmm. There are certain things I will have to cut, you see, for the smooth and the healthy of the relationship. That, okay. that is what I'm saying. Just you have to compromise certain things that you normally do when you are singing. But Jimmy, okay. this has got nothing to do with hang society, on, but hang has got everything to do with me as an individual. But this is the thing. So would you then say, because I I, want to say to you, this is not about the children, if that's what you're saying, because if you were responsible, you'd be responsible whether you're in a relationship or not. If you've got children and you want to model yourself in a certain way, you should do that in a partnership or not in a partnership. Yes. Let me go back to the example that made by my brother there. Mm -hmm. The twins. The other one is drinking. The other one is not drinking. Mm-hmm. Now, when asked, when, where did you learn the drinking part? Where did you learn it from? From the father, you see? It means the father, he portrayed that character and personality to say to be free and to be happy is when you've got alcohol. You get what I'm saying? But you forget that it contributes negatively to the offspring, to your children. So certain things, you, you, you're forced to can, uh, stop doing them. For the, for the sake of the relationship. Mm-mm, I'm disagreeing with you. It's not the relationship. You, you, are, you are forced to do and reflect on your behavior as a role model because of your children, not because of the relationship. Yeah, because of the of, of the of the children. But remember, and Jimmy, the they're they parents who are single, right? So they're parents who they're they're men who have children who are single. So are you saying you behave differently simply because you're influenced by a partner? What if there is no partner? Even when there's no partner, let's say I'm a, I'm a single father. Sure. I'm just giving an example. Sure, that's it. Yeah. I will never give, bring multiple girlfriends in my house in front of my kids. Got it. You get what I'm saying? I hear you. So I have to make limitation. And then if there's someone that I see and I see that, no, this person, me and her, there's a there's future. Mm-hmm. And that's when I can introduce them to my kids. But I cannot bring multiple girlfriends. Tomorrow I bring that one. I agree and with you. My kids will think that is the right way of living. I agree this with you. This is how my father entertained themselves and make themselves happy. I agree which with is you. Totally I agree with you, which is then why I'm saying to you, your modification of your behavior is not so much informed by your partnership in this regard. It's informed by the fact that you want to be a role model to your children. Yes. Okay. I guess we're on the same page. Thanks for that, Jimmy. Thank you very much. Nicholas, you're in the Eastern Cape High. Jimmy, thank you very much. Nicholas, you're in the East. Nicholas, you're going to have to switch off your radio. Hi, Nicholas. Uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Very well, thank you. I, I think I also, I mean, I was listening to your program, Linda uh, and yourself. It's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but I also disagree with you, you know. Sure. And okay. also, I mean, I agree with you, what you say. The problems that he has are modified by the fact that, you know, he, he, I mean, the man and Henry theory is because 
he has children or whatever. But my point is, uh, Pamela, mm. when you get into a relationship, mm-hmm. you meet a person mm-hmm. with his or her hobbies, yeah. <laughs> dreams, yes. and everything. And once you, you begin to be, what I can term it, blind, loyalty mm-hmm. in, in, in the, at the initial stages mm. of the relationship. Mm-hmm. You just take for granted that these things won't suffer as the relationship grows. Then it will become a problem. Just, just say that again, Nicholas. Say that again. I, I want to follow you properly. So you're saying that you meet somebody, you are blinded by this infatuation and you can't imagine and believe okay. you're with this person. Uh, you want me to repeat what I was saying? Yes, I want to make sure I understand you properly. Yeah, what I was saying is that when you meet a person, mm. let's say, I mean, at the early stages of a relationship, mm-hmm. you have to come to a point of understanding each other's hobbies. Sure. And from that very moment, Fimelo, mm-hmm. make sure that, I mean, do you agree on, or uh, are you going to be in a support, in a, in mm, a position yeah. of supporting each mm-hmm. other in terms of the hobby? Mm-hmm. He mentioned something like a soccer, watching soccer. Sure. Why go out and watch soccer instead of, I mean, if at first you you understood each other mm-hmm. about Pamela loving to watch soccer, yes. and Nicholas also lo- loves that, yes. you know, I mean, or I don't love that. Yes. But I, I, I mean, I determined at the beginning that I'm going to support Pamela because I love Pamela. Most of the problems that I think he was talking about mm-hmm. are influenced by the fact that you never came to a point of accepting each other's, would it be hobbies, mm-hmm. would it be I mean, the acceptance of um, of uh, careers, mm-hmm. you name it. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine that couples are supposed to make sure that they don't just overlook those things, if they may call them little things, mm. but I would imagine they are bigger things. No, I, I love where this is going, because I think what you're saying, Nicholas, which I agree with, is that we we get into these things in the beginning and we're too shy to express our dislike or our our position on specific things, right? Because you're so in love with this person, you want to be seen to accommodate everything that they are. Everything. Which is exactly the wrong way to go about it because if you can bring it up at that point to say, you know, actually, um, your drinking is a little bit too much for me. Absolutely. You know, could you change it or is this really something that makes you who you are? Deal with it then so that we don't find a problem much later. I fully agree with you, Nicholas. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. It's a pleasure, Dumelo. All right. Dumelo, in Bloemfontein, hi. Hi, uh, hi Dumelo. You, your line is not great. Move around a little bit. I'm sorry, I'm on the road. And oh, it's no, it's great. Raining. Much better. Okay. All right. That's fine. Let, let's take some. Okay. No problem. Let's take some voice notes. Hi, ZFM. Um, you know what you're talking about right now, it's exactly what I'm going through. Um, I'm expected to always talk about things that are serious. Um, my woman doesn't do a small talk. 
she says she doesn't do that um, she says it's a waste of time we never get time to play it's all about serious stuff all the time so and sometimes it gets to a point whereby you think why don't i just leave this relationship and go but you think you have a child um i had a child before and then now i have a child with her so before the relationship didn't work but now you have a child with that person and you're afraid to leave because you don't want your second child to grow up in a without his dad again so you're just trying to cover it up so it's a problem eh? but uh thanks for the topic um oh no linda that's so sad so that's incompatibility these people are not compatible they're not, they're not. they really are not Oh, sad. I mean, it's very sad to hear what he's saying. Yeah. What I'm curious about, I mean, it's a, unfortunately, it's a voice note. What I'm curious about is that, did he present himself in the beginning as a serious guy? And in which case, if he did, he should be considering, you know, reevaluating how he presents himself in the first place. But my second question also to him would be, why would you think that the first child deserves not to have a mother and father in the same roof and then the second one? deserves to have a mother and father in the same roof how do you decide which of your children deserves to have two parents under one roof well to be honest with you i think if 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 i look at what he's saying Mm. he's saying that he doesn't like how things turned out for the first child Mm -hmm. not having both children under the same roof and not he, both parents. He, eh? he probably vowed mm. that, yeah, to not have both parents, uh, parents rather, yeah. And he vowed that he's not going to put his second child through the same thing, probably right at the beginning of the marriage. Mm, Linda, you, it's, 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 it's which of the evil is a better evil? Because I can also argue, so which child deserves to be in a roof that is unhappy? No, well, none at all, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. None. absolutely. And I get what you're saying, that at the end of the day, um, Children sit there, and all they know about love is what they see between their parents. Correct. So if they're sitting there, growing in, uh, growing in, in, in a, a loveless under a marriage, roof that's in a loveless, loveless marriage, that's not fair. To, that's also not fair. It's, it's also not fair to the child, yeah. I, and I totally agree with you. Not it's, it's one of those things we need to address. Two parents right now. There's a lot of parents out there who are sitting in loveless marriages, mm. in loveless uh, homes. Mm. All for the sake of the children, not knowing that they're actually doing more damage mm. to the ch- to the child's view of what a, a, a marriage is supposed to look like. So I totally agree. Nadia, you're calling from the e- from East London. Hi. Yes. Hi. Good day. Hi. I would just like to take the conversation back to the beginning where you guys talked about um, men when they sit in a social setting and talk to his wife, and it's all lovey dovey. Mm. So I want just to take that, and I think. We shouldn't forget about human instinct. Mm-hmm. You know, right in the beginning when we were living in caves and, um, you know, hunting and gathering. Mm-hmm. So I think that this is a habit that started from those days. So mm-hmm. that, you know, a man needs to fit into the herd, can I say, like animals, like um, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know what I mean, in a group. So yeah. you've got your alpha males and your not that much alpha males, you know. So they have to feel each other out. They're very competitive because it's, it, those days it was about survival. Mm-hmm. So, and a female would see that and the man would appear strong and alpha and, he's, and, and th- then they want to be with that guy because he can provide security, he can provide... Um, because he's, he's bigger and stronger than everybody else. So mm-hmm. I think that's why they talk like that. It's just because they want to rank mm-hmm. in the group. So you've got <laughs> the, the matcha oak and then you've got the other one. So <laughs> that's the lovey-dovey one. <laughs> yes, yes. And there's nothing wrong with lovey-dovey. I've got a brother that's exactly the same what you're discussing now. Mm-hmm. When he's with the family and he's talking on the phone to his wife, He's very serious, you know, that we need to make decisions. But when it's with her, oh, total different person, totally different. And I think, you know, he's the youngest, so he just wants to show that he's all grown up. He's grown up now. now. Yes. Yeah. So, so I think that's just that's my Thank opinion. Thank you so much for that, Nadia, there in <laughs> East London. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. To protect yourself against being out of yourself, just meet or be in a relationship or in a marriage with someone who resembles you, who reflects you or your character. See yourself in that person. Make sure that you and her when coming to personalities, you are twins. See? If you're a nature person, let, have a, let that person have that passion of nature. If you are a spiritually conscientized person, let the person also be look just a person of your caliber. Twelve mixer, mentally only, will never meet. Linda Ande Ende is my guest. And this is the men's world. I to hello mixer mezile oil. Hello mixer mezile oil. Do you know what? I I get what you're saying. Um, I I do have a slightly different perspective because sometimes you actually do need somebody that's going to balance you out of it. Yes. Um, you know, if you if you are too, you know, if you if you're very out there person and you are uh, all over the place or you're a creative or whatever you kind of need somebody that'll kind of rope you in a little bit and say listen okay fine uh have you considered abc or whatever otherwise you'll be making all these irrational decisions all the time as a couple because you're both spontaneous and irrational and whatnot so it does it does help to get a bit of balance mm-hmm. edgar you're calling from germiston high hello edgar Hey, how are you? Good, thanks for calling. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> good, good. Uh, what a nice topic. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I wanted to, to, to comment that I've been married for 15 years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but then you, you see, you know women, eh? mm-hmm. they start slowly, slowly, they're forcing you and then you, you end up being serious. You know what happens with my wife? <laughs> Tell me. Um, when I pick her up from work, mm-hmm. We normally we pass pick and pay mm-hmm. and spa, mm-hmm. and then we'd go when we're on our way home. Mm-hmm. She would say maybe if she wants to go to pick and pay, mm-hmm. and she would buy airtime. Mm-hmm. Then when we get home, mm-hmm. and I say maybe I wanted to go somewhere, mm-hmm. and then she said, oh I forgot to buy bread. Can you go back and buy bread? Oh. 
see such things like when you come back from uh, buying bread and she said oh i forget electricity so like every time she's doing like those small things that will irritate you to the point that you always being serious you end up being serious so that she can't tell you to do whatever like so this is this is um i've I've heard this strategy before where where men would make themselves angry like you you create this don't come near me kind of facade. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> let up be like that. <laughs> because, you know, to start with those silly things, the small things, like, you know. So uh, if you tend to be serious, then it would, like, tell you anything because yeah, you're so, serious. So you're the guy, Edgar, that used to kiss her goodbye every time you drop her up at work. You don't do that anymore. Uh, yeah, no, like, I, I have to say, sometimes I drop her by the kid because I know she'll say something when I get in the house. <laughs> when, I, when I'm tired, when I get into the house, I just I become serious. So, like so, serious. so, so let me tell you what's said about your story. Ne? Mm. Someone is going to tell her that you said this. <laughs> that you're pretending to be angry. You're actually not angry. There She's goes your plan. <laughs> no, no, but someone's going to tell her that. Hey, when, Edgar, uh, hey. So apparently, Edgar is pretending to be mad. So, I hope no one is Yo, there goes your plan, Edgar. It's not going to work for very long. I mean, try sitting and chatting to her. You know, I mean, listen, we say all of these things, but this is the thing. Take advantage of the tender moments because I'm sure they are. There are those tender moments. And then bring up the stuff then, you know, to say, you know, ish, you know, when you do one, two, three, ish, man, you know? I'll try that. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mike and KZN. Hi. Hi, Mike. Thank you for taking my call. Sure, go ahead. Just a small contribution to the discussion at hand uh, with respect to uh, entering into relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, My perspective is that if you want to be yourself fully, the only way you can do that is to remain single. (laughs) 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 That's if, if, if let's say I, I got I got uh, just hypothetically I, I I got married to you. Yes. You like you like romantic movies. I hate romantic movies. I like horror movies. You hate horror movies. Can you see a situation where both of us can sit down and enjoy a movie together without compromise? <laughs> no, well, Mike, I'm not saying I'm not saying totally, but I'm saying, you know, you as close as possible to who you are, you know, as close I, as possible. I fully, I fully understand that uh, there are some uh, that came on the line, and it seemed more like it was supposed to be uh, totally yourself. I do understand that there must be areas that you are you have something in common. But no matter how much you have in common, you will not have a hundred percent in common. That's where the compromise comes in. Okay, so 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 Mike, remember where we started? Maybe you are not listening. So I'll tell you where this comes start. from. All right, I'll tell you where this comes from. Where this comes from is the need to want to escape. That's where we are trying to mitigate this need for people to want to escape, and for them to having this need to run away from their families, from their beloved ones and their spouses. If so you, they can go be themselves. Correct. If, if the need for you to be yourself is somewhere else, you can only satisfy that need somewhere else and you need to run away. It's a problem.
I agree. Mm. And, and that's where this, com- this conversation comes from. If you have to run away to find a little bit of yourself, then it's, it's worth a discussion. I, I agree that it absolutely is. Mm. And um, uh, it can also be contextualized that mm-hmm. many times uh, you become yourself and you become your another self and you may have different selves. Mm-hmm. That uh, the one that you brought into the relationship is just one of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you have another self that you need to escape to fulfill, mm-hmm. which means you, have, you can have multiple personalities. Absolutely and, and agree to, with that. You fulfill those different personalities which might make it look like there's a problem with the person you're relating with. But it was one of you that was relating with the person. The other one mm-hmm. uh, needs to do something totally different from the relationship. So I think situations like that do arise where the problem might lie in, in, in a personality that is not consistent. And, I, and it, yes, go ahead. I love that. However, what I don't buy into because you are absolutely right. There are multiple layers of who you can be. Where the problem is a problem for me is if you can't express exactly what you've just said to me now, Mike. Many people are, find it difficult to express that in their relationships, to say to the person, you know, every now and then I would like some space. You can say that. You've just expressed that to me. Why can't you do that in the relationship? I, I suppose one of the reasons why some people find it hard to do that is uh, if they uh, basically hide who they are and enter into the relationship just basically ignoring all the red flags mm. and pretending that all what the other person is, is all they need. Mm-hmm. And then at the time that they have enjoyed, their, finished the honeymoon mm. and the real person in them begins to come out, they are not lost in their mind anymore. They want to become real. And real means not what you found when mm-hmm. you met me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I would suggest that people have to be upfront and honest mm-hmm. about who they are. Because if one person is not compatible with you mm-hmm. upfront, there are many other people that will like you just the way you are. And you Absolutely. have to play that game. Because if you if you play that game at the beginning, you're not going to have a fulfilled life, even if it was an angel from heaven that came to you. <laughs> it, it's not going to happen. So I think people should be honest and not fool themselves into saying things like, you know what, I, I just like her jeans. You're not going to marry the jeans. You're going to marry the person. Uh, 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 and... When we find those things that we're infatuated with, where mm. we just love, I just like the way you walk. Mm. So one day you walk different, mm. then everything is finished. Mm. So it's, it's things that we need to know about each other should be upfront. It shouldn't be hidden because we just think if we expose ourselves, we will lose the relationship. If we do that, we will still lose the relationship because we will live in misery for not being able to be who we are. And it will not last. Mike, you're my favorite call for the day. Thank you for my, for so much for that. Thank you, Mike. You are very welcome. Bye-bye. Linda, I mean, this is a perfect way to wrap it up, hey? No, absolutely. I was going to say, there's no better way to actually wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Mike has actually nailed it. You need to stop sending PR teams to meet a, meet, meet a new person. <laughs> it needs to be you. And as 
as your relationship grows, you need to sort of be peeling some of the layers and saying, look, this is also me, this is also me, this mm-hmm. is also me. Mm-hmm. Just so that the person buys into the whole package that is you by the time they make the decision to settle down with you. Don't spring it on them after the wedding day either mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's a problem. That's mm-hmm. also a problem. Oh, but, lovely having you, Linda. Thank you. It was lovely. Thank you for thank coming. Thank you so much, Pamela. Linda Ande Yende is the author of the core book called Wake Up Woman and Dear Uncle L. That brings us to the storytelling time with Nali Bali. And today's story is Z2 birthday gift.